0: The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media U.S. On today's McKnight's Market Leaders Podcast. Turnover, and over. turnover turnover has skyrocketed. By engaging your team and your home care workers, you can start to reverse this terrible turnover trend. Reward and recognition does so much for so little. At the end of the day, reducing turnover, what it means at its core is more people are getting care. Technology can't fix everything, but boy, if you take
1: this system and you integrate it right into your business model, it will certainly help plug a lot of holes in the turnover problem.
2: Turnover, one of the biggest challenges facing home care today, but what can be done to reverse this troubling trend? Coming up, two industry leaders, Brandy Curtayga, CEO of Mission Care Collective, and Leslie Waddell, Senior Vice President at Bright Star Care, share strategies on how to address turnover and engage and inspire home care workers. I'm Liza Berger, editor for McKnight's Home Care, and this is the McKnight's Market Leaders podcast in partnership with Mission Care Collective. Brandy Leslie, welcome. Thanks, Liza. Thanks for having me. Hi, Liza. Thanks for having us today. So a recent research report found that turnover has skyrocketed to 77% in home care. What do you attribute this to? Brandy? let's start with you.
0: Turnover is certainly a huge problem, and there's a lot here to unpack. I think at its heart, from a home care perspective, we have a very disconnected workforce that is craving connection home care is an isolating job. And here's what we know. 53% of these home care workers are on some form of public assistance, three times more likely to struggle with anxiety and depression. And it's no secret that you can walk into nearly any other company and get a job often paying higher wages. And people do this job because they have a heart and they have a passion for people but given the nature of the role being so isolated and many agencies have I'm going to say a more transactional relationship and role with their team you work x hours I pay you x hours which fundamentally isn't human nature of what caregivers are are seeking kind of at their core people are burnt out people are leaving and another factor and this is stemming from a, a series of focus groups that I led here recently many Of these care workers in home care, they're working for multiple agencies because they can't get the hours that they need to survive. They're often working two to three jobs. They're trying to cobble together schedules just to make ends meet. So many, many underlying factors that I think
2: this can be attributed to, Liza. Very interesting. Leslie, what's your take on this?
1: I agree, as you said, that turnover has skyrocketed. And like Brandy mentioned, there really are a lot of reasons for this. And You know, people just don't feel a sense of loyalty to the organization that they're with because of this kind of disconnected community. And the consistent human connection, I feel, is what is constantly missing from this type of business. The right people are in this job because they have a passion to serve. But in many cases, we are not serving them with that same passion. And we also have the phenomenon of coming out of the pandemic. It's easier to leave right now. The jobs are readily available in and outside of our industry, and as we know, many of our care workers come from outside of the industry. There isn't really much keeping them here, Um, and maybe we are not as attuned to what their human and personal needs are, which is causing that turnover to roll up, up, and up. And lastly, there's also inflation. You know, every penny matters. Our economy has really changed over the last few years, and as they go to other places for more money, it, it may not even be significantly more. Like Brandy said, they're really just trying to find ways to meet what their needs are. And unfortunately, that has caused this, this drastic increase in turnover.
2: Wow, so let's get into solutions then. Um, retention, as you've both cited, is a problem. So where does recruitment come into play? Are the two intertwined? Does retention start with recruitment? What's your point of view, Leslie, on this? Um, And is there anything that we can learn from Bright Star Care on this issue?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, retention really does start in the recruitment phase. Your recruitment experience, it needs to be a reflection of your retention experience. When you have people wanting to join your organization, Being able to do it right as they're going through that process of looking at you and discovering if you're the right organization needs to feel just as good and start to create that bond as it will as you work through the retention matters. You have to find the right people to hire. Caregiving is not for everyone. And you have to find people, like I said previously, who have that heart and passion to serve others. You know, at Brightstar, we really put a focus on our core values every person in every role should exhibit our five core values. And we really look at that during our recruitment process to make sure that as we move into their process of onboarding and orientation and their life cycle, that we know how to use our core values to drive the retention efforts that are catered to those individuals. I would also say retention is an investment and arguably one of the most critical investments that any business owner can make. And we push the importance of retention at Bright Star Care. We do that during our franchisee training. We do that at our two annual conferences every year, quarterly offerings of trainings that we offer through our LMS that are proprietary to Bright Star and kind of our retention fundamentals. And we know that just taking time to retain, it can't be just a little bit here and there. It really is an investment of time and money and commitment to rewarding and recognizing the individuals that work for us. And we pride ourselves on being that employer of choice and retention is lucrative, but if, if you're doing it and
2: effectively harnessing it. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like those are uh, kind of two sides of the same coin. Brandy, do you agree that, uh, retention starts in the recruitment phase? Yeah, I'm I'm over here uh,
0: doing a church nod, but I know this is a podcast and you can't see me, Liza. But uh, I agree with everything that Leslie said. So I have two perspectives on this. First, yes, you need to hire the right people. And it starts with the experience. It also starts with looking at your recruitment strategies and your channels and how you're recruiting people. So for instance, we know that Caregivers that are hired from my CNA jobs have a 15% better turnover than Indeed. So your recruitment approach and your experience with recruiters and your uh, channels, if you will, they matter. So yes, I think on one hand, retention does start with recruiting the right people. Um, But I think at the heart and soul of retention, it's what happens after you make that hire. I think it's about intention and engagement and and maintaining that um, connection and communication with your team. And I think the days of an agency being able to recruit their way out of a retention problem are gone. People have choices. They can work any place. They can make more money. The opportunity for an agency to invest in their team in a way that meets them where they're at is where the opportunity is. And the reality is, Liza, it costs on average $4,000 to lose one working caregiver, Rehire them, get someone out in the field. It's expensive, it's disruptive to the continuity of care, and it's certainly painful on uh, home care owners, you know, P So I think as an industry, agencies now need to spend just as much energy on retention as they do recruitment. And at the end of the day, recruitments something that kind of seems easier. It's more of a known entity. It certainly can't stop. There's too few workers, it's important to stay front and center, but retention actually needs more of a concerted uh, effort and and attention. And it's interesting, you know, we're calling into various home care agencies to to build relationships or calling into our clients. If you ask who's responsible for recruitment, the answer is always clear. If you ask who's responsible for retention, there's not always a clear answer of who owns that. And I think that's the opportunity.
2: It sounds like that's also the hardest thing to do, isn't it? It's a lot easier in a certain way to say, Hey, we'll just get somebody else, but keeping them there, keeping them satisfied, keeping them engaged, that's, that's a whole other animal. So let's go there. Let's, let's take a look at this topic. It is certainly not easy. To keep people in home care when you have this kind of fragmented um, industry where people are working in in different homes in a community and really not connected in a way that you may see um, in in other senior living settings. So, how do you do that? Brandy, let's start with you. Here's
0: where I think the big opportunity lies, Liza. So, if you put 10 caregivers, home care workers in a room and you ask them who their boss is, you wanna know what they say? They're gonna tell you the recruiter they're going to tell you it's the scheduler. Think about that for a minute. So, if you have a caregiver that doesn't get the hours that they want or need, they leave because they think of their boss as the scheduler. So, the opportunity is to flip the script on who owns the relationship with employees. It should be the company. It needs to go deeper than just the scheduler to really connect and wed someone, a caregiver, to their company and to the agency. And this is Concept here is the premise of our Coach Up Care line of business and the retention framework that companies like Bright Star Care apply to it. It's all about creating real and deeper relationships with the people to bring people together. And it's about creating a community of recognition and appreciation and support and feedback and a performance culture and creating almost a virtual water cooler, if you will. Where people get to connect to each other and their team to bring some light to their day and change that relationship of a home care worker sitting back and just thinking the scheduler is who their boss is. And if you think about this for a minute, one of the the data points that we have is we see the number one place that people look for work in home care is at work. So imagine if your workforce was engaged and talking with you and your team instead of applying for jobs you know this is a a people business and the people in working in care they're not doing it for the wages they're doing it for the people they're doing it for the connection they're doing it to make a difference so the opportunity lies in strengthening those connections that connect a disconnected workforce to start reversing this Turnover trend. And to build on this, of home care being a, a people business, we can automate all day long. There's technology that can do just about anything now. Coach Up Care is a really cool tool. I drank the Kool Aid. Clearly, it's a very neat platform, but it's actually how an agency uses the technology and how an agency applies the technology to start driving change in their own organizations to reverse that that turnover trend. So if you marry the good technology with a good framework, that's really where you start to
2: move the needle. Very interesting. We're going to really get into this coach up care retention framework system in a minute, but I wanted to go back to Leslie and say do you agree? Do you feel that maybe your employees don't see Bright Star Care as the one that they're employed with? and they see rather their scheduler as the one that they they work for.
1: Absolutely. As Brandy was talking, it was making me just kind of well up thinking about this is really a systemic problem in home care where there's not an understanding by our teams of the hierarchy of the business, right? I think in any home care uh, organization I've been a part of in my 12 plus years in home care, this is always a problem. They always think the scheduler or the recruiter is their boss. So being able to kind of step back and look at that and say engagement isn't easy in home care and how can we fix that? Because without engagement, you can't drive retention. And as Brandy was talking about, our industry is inherently disconnected. And so you have to find really unique ways to engage. And I think in today's world, it's about the ease of communication, the feeling of inclusion and that person to person connection or touch point, whether that's happening digitally or that's happening in person, that's what really creates that feeling of belonging and being able to kind of break that trend of, oh, the scheduler's my boss, but feeling that connection to to the organization. And we did, we saw a huge opportunity with the coach up platform um, and the technology side of retention and i think that can really help enable the actions around engagement and reward and recognition which if i must say i think is the most missed opportunity in in home care reward and recognition does so much for so little and we chose to white label the platform as reaching for the stars and at bright star care we have our own proprietary emr and we like to take the coach up care framework apply that and customize it to the Bright Star Care way, we knew this was going to help enhance what our network was already doing. And as as you know, to be fully transparent, technology can't fix everything, but boy, if you take this system and you integrate it right into your business model, it will certainly
2: help plug a lot of holes in the turnover problem. Let's delve more into the CoachUp Care then. Um, you've obviously, like you said, gotten a lot of value from it so far. What have been the real aha moments for you in working with the system? Thanks, Liza. Yeah, first and foremost,
1: I think it's the ease of use for everyone. That includes the admins in the office who are managing the platform as well as the field staff. I would say another moment for us was seeing how simple an outreach needs to be to see a return on it. An example of that really could be like, today's National Ice Cream Day, what's your favorite? And then saying like, mine's chocolate, and then posting a picture of chocolate ice cream or something. We see immediate responses from the community, and that was really intriguing to me, hence the need for the human connection. It feels so simple, and it's just ice cream, but. When we see posts like this, we see really high engagement. So removing the kind of work side of things and making it more about the personal connection. Um, the value really does lie in the recognition and being able to do that seamlessly. And our network is finding this to be an integral part of the success with the platform. The caregivers are feeling more tied to the brand really since we have rolled this out. I mean, we are seeing across the Bright Star Care network this more connection and and loyalty and employer of choice feeling with our caregivers simply by us engaging them with a technology like this. And it's also important that we have the data and the data is really starting to come to light and show us some really interesting things. And that is also very encouraging. In the same wave, some of what we're seeing is an increase in ENPS numbers And we know how important those numbers are and how they tie directly to NPS and NPS numbers. So we have the benefit of having like this culture of retention, living in both houses that is so easy to use. We have the office staff that has the ability to have those individual connections with people as we reward them for really great things that they're doing, as well as the fun interactions that they all get to have with
2: each other about, you know, National Ice Cream Day. (laughs) A very good example. Let's go back a couple steps. Tell us a little bit about how this program works and then what, in your mind, are the highlights? Yeah, so an aha for me, and
0: this isn't related to Bright Star Care in particular, but the industry in general, is that, you know, we know some agencies struggle with calculating turnover and defining it. It's very gnarly in home care, but every agency struggles with knowing. Who's going to turn over, when, and why? Like it's kind of been this black box and agencies just kind of know it's going to be bad and almost brace for it. But what we're learning is by surfacing who's going to be a flight risk, why they think they're going to leave down to the specific employee in, this is kind of one of the insights that comes out of the coach up care platform it ends up becoming a bit of a playbook for agencies that never really had one before to adopt to get ahead of turnover before it happens and this has been just a huge aha i mean agencies are have never been busier they have so much demand of clients that need care their offices are often extremely busy they have caregiver you know call offs and demand for care and sometimes not the workforce, if you will, to support it. And it's really hard to get retention and engagement right in a home care setting. And just an aha for me is like through true partnership. So, through the CoachUp Care technology and the framework and the franchisees and Bright Star Cares, the franchise, or in a partner we've learned that we can really drive change at the end of the day. And it's not just a reduction in turnover. We're seeing a reduction in turnover. And I'm, I'm happy to share some of those numbers with you in a minute, Liza. But at the end of the day, reducing turnover, what it means at its core is more people are getting care. More people are getting continual care. And that's the output of what we're seeing through true partnership and collaboration.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure our listeners want to hear about those numbers and results. So let's get into that. What have you seen in terms of engagement and overall turnover? Uh, Leslie, I'm not sure what you can share publicly. So Brandy, why don't you take this one?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to speak to what we're just seeing across all of our home care agency um, customers on average. We're seeing a reduction in turnover of 4 to 6x. That's 400 to 600% of engaged employees. It's a big number. And what's neat is we're seeing agencies now having over 90% of their team engaged. And that used to be unheard of. Now, I want to preface this to those that are listening and say, this is not just an easy button that you hit to get those Results, it takes work, it takes framework, it takes applying the technology in your own agency to engage your team and drive those results. But what's neat is we've unpacked a 15 minute per day framework. And we put this framework in place with an agency and we recommend that they adopt it. And it includes the playbook of what they need to do. Reach out to these flight risk employees, post these messages. Here's how you need to engage in the virtual community. Here's some polls you can launch. Here's how you use performance management. Here's how you use pulse surveys. Here's what you do with the data. And so through these insights and reports in in this 15 minute a day framework, Now they have a playbook and a guidebook and start seeing those numbers after about 90 days of um, implementation. And also just from like a data perspective, in addition to a reduction in turnover, we have seen a very neat correlation in the data of engaged caregivers picking up more shifts and ultimately driving more revenue.
2: Wow, Uh, quite an endorsement. Leslie, what, what can you add to that? Sure. So I can share a couple of things.
1: I would say, first and foremost, uh, we have kind of pointed out three key areas for us with this particular framework that is shining through. So number one is longevity on the platform is key. So the longer you're on it, the more your results you're going to see, whether that's um, the number of active individuals in the workforce or how many new hires or rehires that you have. So we're seeing longevity being key. We also see that retention is increasing across the board or turnover is reducing, right? So we are seeing that in every single cohort group that we've run this with, and that's really great. And it's not little numbers, it's big numbers. And finally, kind of the kicker here is when you see these things coming into play, we're also seeing that revenue is increasing. So That isn't just that we have, we're retaining people, thus we can fill more shifts. I think it just says a lot about our ability to help our clients, serve our clients and do that by serving our employees. So that's, there's some really interesting data coming out of this and I'll just share kind of two fun things that we've seen, which is one, somebody did something so simple and they They don't know how to use technology. That's not their favorite thing. They're like, how am I going to engage my audience? And they said, you know what, I'm going to bring my dog on every Monday and say like, happy Monday from my dog and hope you have a great week. The engagement out of this particular office is the highest in our network. And it's all, they love the dog. And it's just, it shows that people are having that like human touch and connection. And you would be shocked to find out that a hundred percent of their employees are are engaging and being recognized and wow that's such a great thing but they're doing something so simple it's not hard and to brandy's point that 15 minute a day framework really does work and then we also have another office that they are screaming from the rooftop saying the only thing i changed was i added this reaching for the stars coach up care platform into my retention framework and within 60 days, I have nothing else to to look at, but this to say, this is exactly why my turnover has gone down and gone down significantly at that office. And they are one of our largest offices in our network. So really great to see data like that coming across that we can share with the rest of our network on how you can use something like this
2: to supplement what you need to do for retention. Wow. So if an agency is interested in adopting this retention framework, what what's it going to take? Uh, let's talk a little bit about logistic. Who owns it internally? How much time does it take?
0: Yeah, it's easy to roll out. It's easy to get started, but what it takes is an owner- wanting to invest in retention. So it's not a lot of money, but they need to dedicate someone internally again that's going to commit to that 15 minutes per day. They need to dedicate someone to connecting with employees that come up and might be a flight risk to go have a conversation. You know, they need to dedicate someone to seeding and building this healthy community, if you will, to start bringing people together. And generally speaking, we have owner involvement, and then they have one or two people internally. Sometimes that's a scheduler. Uh, A lot of times it's people that are social savvy, and it actually becomes fun for the internal team. It's not actually just the caregivers that uh, like the framework, but it's really meant to engage every level of employee from the office staff to the scheduler to, to your RNs. And people like it. It becomes this thing that people want to do Once they start using it. So I'd say, Liza, like it takes a commitment to wanting to engage your team. It takes a commitment of time. And I will just share I love uh, Leslie's ice cream story because one of my favorite things to look at is when an agency launches their community for the first time, you start to see some of the first few conversations and caregivers are not used to talking to each other. Again, they think the schedulers is their boss. And all of a sudden you put people in a community together and you start building a healthy community. And at first they kind of don't know what's going on. They're like, what is this? What's happening? But soon once they figure out there's people like me, there's my company, they're recognizing me, they're having a conversation. Let the cat gifts and emojis fly because this is a really special group of people that want to talk to each other and they want to connect with each other. And it's neat because each agency has their own flair on who they are and what their brand is and what their community is. And you, you start to see this living, breathing culture you know, come to life. And it's, it's really, really heartwarming to see, again, this disconnected workforce connecting for the first time.
2: That's very exciting. Leslie, you had this experience, it sounds like, that Brandy's referring to. Absolutely. And I could not
1: agree more with what Brandy's saying. Like, let the emojis fly. When you see it, it's so exciting. Um, And in regards to the platform, as far as implementation, once you get the hang of it, it's super simple. You can do super fun things like run contests, post videos, and you're able to really enable that social side of the platform. Yes, it takes some time for people to get comfortable with it, but once they do, those interactions really take a leap and people seem to get almost addicted to it. And the ability to activate these different avenues of communication, I feel it can boost your engagement almost overnight. And I will say, um, it can't just be the technology kind of circling to the general idea of retention, right? It has to be a part of your culture And retention is not just defined as keeping people on your payroll by getting them to engage with some technology. This technology is an awesome piece of that puzzle that really does help us with the overall culture of recognizing and rewarding people and showing them that we care, building that bond and relationship with each individual person on the team and being able to drive and grow this partnership um, together uh, with Bright Star Care on one hand, with us partnering with Brandy and the CoachUp team, we really feel like we have been able to cater this and see such a great increase in our caregiver, just overall sense of pride and engagement. So using this tool, again, one part, you can have a huge impact, but don't forget about all the other retention efforts. it, it really does take a huge family to pull this together and everybody can make retention part of their daily work.
2: That's terrific. Does anyone want to add anything as we wrap up? Leslie? Yes, Liza. Again, thank you for this opportunity.
1: Um, I'm so excited to be here with with Brandy talking about something I feel like we are both extremely passionate about. And I am a firm believer in the importance of employee engagement and the impact it has on turnover and client experience. And very thankful to have such a strong partnership with the CoachUp team, Brandy and her organization. I think our Business missions are very well aligned, and it could not be more proud to be speaking on this topic with her. And for everyone that's in the home care space, I think we look at this as a huge opportunity. So Bright Star Care is committed to driving that caregiver success and loyalty. And you learn more about us at brightstarcare.com. And you can find me
2: on LinkedIn. Great. Brandi, you get the last word.
0: Thanks, Liza. So, you know, in closing, you can do it too. Coach Up Care is proven to improve retention, morale, and revenue. And at the end of the day, it's more than rewards. It's more than surveys. It's a platform and a framework that helps you build a virtual community and hold team competitions and recognize and reward your team. And as Leslie mentioned, share you know videos and polls. But it's also a, a framework to help give people goals and milestones, and it has built-in. Workforce scorecards and daily action plans and training and automation and APIs. And, you know, it's something that can be implemented that you can do too. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here today and not just talk about coach up care, but how by engaging your team and your home care workers, you can start to reverse this terrible turnover trend. Because at the end of the day, it's not good for anyone, it's this relentless cycle it's leading to people leaving the industry and most importantly people not getting the care they need because of where turnover is today and I am so bullish on this industry. I love home care, want to help reverse this trend. And it's refreshing to see turnover moving in a a better direction. So uh, appreciate the opportunity to be here. If you want to learn more about us, you can look me up on LinkedIn. You can visit our parent company at missioncare.com. And you can find more about the retention framework that we talked about here today at coachupcare.com.
2: Well, thank you two so much. This really was a great conversation. Brandi Kurtaika, CEO of Mission Care Collective and Leslie Waddell, Senior Vice President at Bright Star Care. This is Liza Berger with McKnight's Home Care.